0: You know what to do, just listen to Esther Say positive and fun, it's Esther Club Hello and welcome to Esther Club We had another smashing success of a trip home in my parents' basement See last week's episode to see me in my parents' basement I feel very energized, I just got back to LA a couple days ago And um... You know, when I get back, I'm like, all right, let's get into the swing of it. Let's let's get the work done. So I've tried to keep very productive. Um, I have not exercised, so that's something that I said I would do that I didn't. So I've already failed. But I've recorded some podcasts. I'm doing one right now. I don't know if you've noticed probably barely notice since I'm barely doing anything. I didn't even adjust this pillow back here that I was laying on last night. Um, I am waking up very early, 7 a.m., which is nobody in LA wakes up that early. That's just like East Coast people do that. Um, I, I get so insecure because my engagement ring like people always will be like she holds flashes her engagement ring around and I'm like I'm just holding the fucking microphone I'm gonna take it off so I don't get like like I'm bragging or something accused of bragging. Um, what's up? I oh gosh, did you guys watch Seaspiracy? Okay, we gotta talk about Seaspiracy on Netflix. Um, it's made by the same people who made Cowspiracy. It's very pro-vegan propaganda, documentary, you know, they just basically talk about this thing called bycatch, which is absolutely horrible and cruel, where when they're going to catch fish, they catch a bunch of innocent, well, everyone is innocent, they just, they, innocent wildlife in the sea, in the in the ocean, and it's really sad and fucked up, and all these turtles and all these creatures that are just swimming around, living in their habitat, get so swept up and it's fucked up it sucks it's really sad um and i and the basic message of the movie which it was trending on netflix all this past weekend i'm sure a lot of you did see it um the message of the movie is like we actually the craziest thing that i got like amped up about was they're like all these places are like don't eat plastic don't use plastic don't use plastic straws they kill the turtles but then they're like bitch catching fish with these nets kills way more money turtles than plastic. Like, it kind of made me, like, mad at all my anti-plastic friends. I was like, bitch, I was vegan for years, and you were yelling at me for having a plastic straw. Like, actually, I was better than you. Um, I'm no longer strictly vegan, so I can't really cling to that argument anymore, but... So where was i so basically the whole gist of the movie is like don't fi- don't eat fish because fishermen fisherwomen they're hurting everybody and 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 we're oh oh my gosh the worst part is like we're making the ocean in danger like we're eating so many more fish than than we're eating more than we're making <laughs> man, I should not do movie reviews. That's for damn sure. But like, basically we're fucking up the food chain. So like we're taking all the fish. So then this one species is going to have nothing to eat and then they're going to die off. And then, but they die off. And then like this other one overgrows and it just, there was a chart and it really made sense in the movie, but now I can't figure it out. But the point is, is that Without all that, they don't make the right, like, gas that's supposed to come up and save us. And then we'll die too. So, if the ocean goes, we go soon after. So, it's pretty important, actually, that we don't fuck up the ocean. And I fucking just became a seafood person, like, three years ago. So, it's pretty inconvenient for me, personally, because I just started loving sushi. I, um, you know, this isn't, like, a convenient documentary for me whereas I would say when I watched What the Health and it turned me vegan that was actually quite convenient for me because at the time I thought chicken was gross anyways I didn't really like meat that much I had been wanting to cut dairy from my from my diet for a long time so that was a very convenient documentary to change my life. Seaspiracy not so much because I really like sushi and I really like this oh my gosh There's this restaurant in LA, it's called Found Oyster and they make a scallop tostada and it has the fucking best taste I've ever had in my life. I love how I'm now doing a commercial for seafood, but it's like sweet and vinegar and like it has a, it's just like the best, like it's my favorite taste and I wish I could explain, it's citrusy, it's just like a citrusy tang tang tang. It's so good. And on a tostada, so it's like got the crunchy chip. Anyways, that's my favorite taste in the world. I just decided. And here we have Sea telling me no no no. So I don't know how I'm gonna approach this in my life. I'm gonna try to cut back on seafood. I also my one of my closest friends just started a company, Fishwife, which I love. They're smoked tuna. It's so good but she, I've talked to her. I already called her. The first thing I did after I watched this was call her. I was like, what are you going to do about Sea Spear And we talked and she, you know, she told me about like a lot of her fish is pole caught, which means it's not ca- caught using the big nets. Um, it's caught with like actual pole. So that's, that's better, but she's going to really be on the forefront of this and like research and figure out like what is actually good fish. Even though the movie basically says there's no such thing, I believe there has to be such thing, and we'll f- we'll figure it out. We're gonna put Caroline on that and make Fishwife good. Um, so that was Seaspiracy. I'm very curious if you guys watched it and what you guys thought, and if you felt like compelled to give up fish too. By the way, I I was like compelled to give it up, and then landed in L. A. and ordered sushi on my way home from the airport. So don't listen to me. I suck um what else is going on we watched Spiracy, flew back to LA the guy sitting next to me on the plane did not cover his mask did not cover his nose and I wanted to make a stink about it but I didn't so I just kind of was chill and I just was nice to him you know when the flight attendant came around to give drinks and he was asleep and then he woke up and I was like oh do you want a drink and we had like a you know it was nice to him so I chose kindness even though and he chose to kill me. No, I hopefully I'm fine. I am fully vaccinated. I can't remember if we talked about that on Esther Club or just in the in my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Esther World if you want the live streams. Um there's a really funny one on there from my parents' house. Uh so you can watch that on the Instagram now if you join. Oh, what else was I talking about? I had so much Starbucks in Skokie. I had so much freaking Starbucks. Something about like being away from my LA life. I just need like brand name consumption. I I need Chick-fil-A. I need panera i need bagels i need oh people have been asking me where is the best bagels in skokie and for me my answer is new york bagel and bialy um they're open till like 2 a.m it's that's and i think that's considered one of the best bagel places in skokie there's also kaufman's bagels but for some reason that's really was never a big part of my world um kaufman's they have pickles you know like fresh ass pickles not ass pickles but fresh pickles and uh so you can do those and then but I for bagels New York bagel and Bialy I like everything bagel but there they call it something else what do they call it mishmash they call it mishmash which is weird and it's so awkward to order like um one onion one plain one cinnamon raisin and one mishmash that's like makes me sound like I'm a baby um, I had pita in when I was home. They have this falafel wrap at Zad's. It was so freaking good. Uh, Lou Malnati's, We actually dined out, which I'm going to boldly share that here and maybe get internet hate for it. We dined at limited capacity at Lou Malnati's. It was really delicious. Um, we were all fully vaccinated. So we are like, I guess this is like what our government wants us to do now. So we're going to do it. Um the pizza was really delicious as always. Lumonardi's pizza, the thin pizza goes down like water for me. It just goes down so smooth, so fast. Like we ordered an extra large pizza and I'm it, I could not believe how fast it was gone. I like was looking at my tablemates, my family and I was like, "Fuck you guys." And I know I had eaten the most, but I was still just like, "Fuck this! How is it already gone? And how is it an extra large? What What are we supposed to do? Get two pizzas? Actually, yes. next time that is what we'll have to do is get or get the spaghetti there too. Speaking of pizza, I want to shout out a pizza. By the way, Luminati's I get uh, green pepper, onion, no cheese, thin. And I know that that sounds like it's not good. And I know that the no cheese haters are out there. But you guys, pizza without cheese can be amazing. And I'm passionate about it. Now, a lot of it is not good. A lot of it, the crust is cardboardy. The sauce is bland. It's like not good. But when you do it right, you literally don't miss the fucking cheese. And it gets to the point where then you try it with the cheese and you're like, oh, the cheese is ruining it. The cheese is ruining it. Get it off. Get it off. So I, there's a place in LA, it's called Antico. And it used to, I guess, apparently used to be like a fancy pasta place, like a really small restaurant, like in a strip mall. Um, I think near Koreatown. And, but they had like a limited menu, pasta, dine-in only, really like really fancy, special pasta place. And then COVID hit and they couldn't do indoor dining. And for some reason they switched to being a pizza and ice cream restaurant, but like a really high end, high quality one. And they have a pizza on their menu and it is called the tomato, tomato, tomato pie. And it has no cheese and it's just tomato sauce. And then the crust, the bread, and it is somehow the best pizza I've ever had. It's a fluffy but crunchy crust, and it's like a thicker crust. And the the spices, the seasoning on that tomato sauce, it's like a little, it's like flavorful oregano and salt. And it, I don't know, but it's so good. It's my favorite pizza I've ever had, and I remember when I first wanted to order from there, I called them, and I was like, oh, do you guys, um, do you guys, I think I asked them, do you guys have any vegan ice cream? And they were like, no, we don't, but if you're vegan, we have the tomato pie, and I'm not, and the woman was like, I'm not vegan, but it's my favorite pizza here, and I hate, kind of hated that at first, so I was like, okay, like, what are you, just like some skinny bitch that's like going out of your way? And then I tried it and was like, this is the best pizza I've ever had. And then I was in a crazy mood, which we will not talk about, but I really was in a mood where I was like, I need to live my life. And I had a cheese pizza from there and it was awful. I, it was missing all those beautiful spice season saltiness. It was just missing its magic touch. And that was when I realized, wow, cheese-free pizza can be better and again, I know there's so many people that have just tuned me out by now. They're like, fuck this bitch. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's trying to have this vegan propaganda. No, I'm not strictly vegan at all by any, any stretch. But there's certain vegan lifestyle adaptations that I'm sticking to. And Cheeseless Pizza is definitely one of them from the right places. So for me, that's Antico Pizza in LA and Lou Pizza in the Chicagoland area. And this is a pizza commercial that I will not be paid for. And in fact, I will be paying to do because it costs me money to upload this and have them edited. So, what else? Um... Yeah, it's weird being, like, vaccinated. I don't... I definitely don't feel like, oh, my God, it's time to, like, live your life and travel. Like, I don't feel like that at all. But I feel a nice sense of relief, particularly, like, going to the grocery store, you know? I I just... I like not feeling so afraid doing things. And, of course, it was really a wonderful blessing to get to go and spend time with my family and not feel like I had to be distant and wear masks Um, because I had done that last time I went and while it was completely fine, it was really like a luxury to not have to do that. And my sister came over and slept over two nights and that was so much fun. Um, you know, my sister and I are very different. We're very, very different. But when we're able to have fun, it's really fun. And so we had a really good time, um... Just, like, everyone kind of, like, just making fun of each other. It's not, it's definitely a, it's a fun time. But it's also a mean time for everybody. Everybody gets hit. Anyways, I'm kind of rambling because I don't really have a list today. And I know everyone's pissed at me because I don't have a top five-ish. You know, I don't, I, I could do a full body scan. Look, I can just tell you, though, the body scan, the stomach is full. And the stomach is, the stomach is turning. Speaking of the stomach turning, I really do feel entitled to a sweet dessert tonight. I really want soft serve. Probably not going to do it because I've been having such bad headaches, you guys. And I know that's exactly what you want to hear on a podcast is someone complaining about their headaches. But truly, like two days in a row, nausea level migraines. um, And I'm... That gives me concern because... I'm going to be like working soon. Like I I'm on a show called Dollface and we're supposedly going to start shooting season 2 like this year soon and if I keep getting these migraines or sort of like I don't know, I'm just so used to be- I'm so used to being home. And like being really in control of my own schedule that I'm really nervous to go back to that. But at the same time, I'm so excited to have all that structure, have a place to be, to actually perform and act. Like I really feel like having this year and a half off is going to make me such so much better at all the creative endeavors that I did before because I'm going to want it so much more and I'm going to be so energized and, you know, acting. It'll be like the first time I was acting all over again. I'll be like excited to be on a set. And I'm really looking forward to having that experience. And also I'm going to Phoenix. I'm, so I'm testing the waters with stand-up in the desert. So I'm not really testing the waters. I'm testing the sand in Arizona. So the first date I'm committing to is Phoenix, Arizona, April 29th. So, if you are there in that area, you can get tickets now at standuplive.com. And I'm going to see how it goes. I'm bringing special guests. So, I'm really excited to go make content there and put on a really fun show and have people just have a fun night of laughing, hopefully. And that's going to kind of be the big test for me as to whether or not I'm going to actually tour it all this year. That's going to be kind of the Groundhog's Day uh, night of stand-up. And I don't know. It's like weird. Isn't that going to be weird? Like after all this time just sitting, trying to socially distance. I'm going to be going to a room packed full of people. But I guess people are doing it. People have been doing freaking stand-up shows like since the started pretty much so yeah I I do I'm really curious how everyone out there is feeling like are you feeling like oh it's over we're good or are you like oh I'm like nervous I don't really want to go back to the normal stuff I, I don't know I'm I, I honestly don't know how I feel. I feel confused. I feel like it's coming too fast. Like, it's all happening so fast. Are we all... Like, I feel like it went from, ugh, we're going to wait forever for the vaccine. It's going to be a mess to, like, oh, everyone's vaccinated. Like, and I know not everyone is. It's, like, 30%. But pretty much everyone I know has had an opportunity to get a vaccine. Like, has had... Now, I'm friends with people who are all in big cities. So, it's probably a lot easier in that regard but I am also curious about that from you guys in the comments like what your vaccine access is like um anyways sorry another rambly little check-in I feel like this is more of like a YouTube vlog like than uh than a podcast I don't know what it's just like checking in every week and telling you what's going on with me um but it does it's really fun for me to talk to you guys and communicate and share how I really feel about everything and um People understand. So that has been Esther Club. I hope you guys in Phoenix will come out to see me uh, April 29th, standuplive.com for tickets. And uh, if you have not yet tried my Behave gummies, I'm obsessed with eatbehave.com. Use code Esther for free shipping. These are so, so good. Um, I like these are like my purse snack. My dessert my like just i actually eat these after dessert like i'll have an ice cream bar and then i'll have these to like close out the meal so probably not how the they were intended to be consumed but that is how i consume them and there's still a few pieces left on sleepover by ester.com. i will be talking about some updates on the clothing line hopefully soon i'm waiting on some updated samples i cannot wait to get i'm like I haven't been to the factory in like almost two weeks because I was gone. So I'm just like chomping at the bit to get back into that stuff and figure out next steps for the clothing line. Um, And people seem really happy. And if you pre-ordered, those have not gone out yet. And I believe they're going to be finished dying like this week. So those will go out really, really soon. Um, And I guess that's it, you guys. Thanks for watching. Like and subscribe. Bye. Have a great week. Bye. Stay positive and fun, Incestor Club.